So like, it's just annoying when that shit happens. You know what I'm saying? That shit was, uh, I mean, I can't even count, bro, how many times I've been for that for the weekend. When you arrive in Los Angeles and see their graffiti culture, what differences do you notice between LA and San Francisco? Are there any? Uh, I mean, yeah, as far as like style-wise, for sure. And when I came here in 03, in 03, it was, uh, you know, it was very, uh, I'll say that LTS style was still very dominant. So they didn't really have that. Even though Saber and Revolt came up to Frisco and did it, they didn't, they kind of had a, they still had letter structures and all that shit. So it was a little different, but um, that part stood out to me more. And then no one really, only a few writers had like throw-ups. Like in, in Frisco, that was like a staple. It was kind of like New York. You had to have, you know, you have to, but everybody had a dope throw-up and that's what it was. And that was their means of getting up. Where in LA, when I came here, I didn't see really any throw-ups. I saw a couple people had them, like I mean, maybe a handful of uh, people. And even out of that handful, maybe only a few actually used the throw up as a way of getting up. But mostly it was just straight letters and I would say more dominant of just like a straight letter or um, just nice clean tags or that kind of LTS-ish dominant style. Did you know anything about Los Angeles graffiti culture from the past when you arrived? Like uh... Just like magazine shit, you'd see shit from, you know, CBS and fucking uh, shit like that. And I knew that the MSKs were from down here and AWR and shit like that. Did you know anything about the Fox 11 specials, Did... tag banging, no, I didn't chaka? Even, I didn't even know what tag banging was. Like, you'd have the thugs in Frisco in the outer mission and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the bus mobbers were kind of there version of, uh, of tag banging and shit but i it wasn't like like that term i didn't even know about it till I, till I came here and no i didn't know about like i didn't know who i didn't know who the kings were of la i didn't know who was Cruz. i didn't know none of that it's very tonal vision just worried about me when you first arrive in los angeles you're catching dangerous daredevil spots ledges overhangs rooftops water towers just death-defying places why were you pushing the envelope so hard? That's just, I think that's just in my personality to be like that. Like if I'm gonna do something, I wanna go all out. And I know like in graffiti, you gotta do shit that sticks out. I've always been blessed to have an eye for a spot. And then I'm the type of person like, you know, you see a spot, you wanna get it. So it's like that to me is the most exciting part of painting. Like the application of it's cool and shit, but I'm more or less like scoping a spot. How the fuck can I get up there? and then try to get up there. And then not only that, try to come off on the spot. You know, that's, that's not easy to do. So that was pretty much it. Just trying to fucking, you know, not clutter up a wall or get my own fresh new shit and just, and just crush, bro. Like by the, by the time I came to LA, I was already entrenched in fucking wanting to be fucking just a killer. Like, and that was it. That first year in LA, can you name some of the other writers you go writing with? Or are you just... Me and Sayas. Yeah. That's what really put me on the map was just painting with Sayas. He had already lived down here and he was painting here and there. But once I came and then he had a, a homie to paint with and then he had a, a, a little fucking uh, Toyota Camry at the time and shit. And we just fucking, we didn't know anybody. So we would just mob, same shit, every night. We just mob, every night. I was racking a lot. So we would just do that and just paint every single night. And we didn't, I don't think we met anybody until... I probably lived here for like a year, over a year before I met anybody. And, uh, and the, the homies that I ended up did meeting were the JMUs in the motor yard, which for those who've never been there, it was a famous uh, yard uh, in West LA. 
and I lived right by there, so I could walk to there. I would paint there a lot. I met the JMUs, who are still, uh, some of them are still my brothers today, and those were like, the, that was like the first little West Side crew that I met. Those are really the ones, they were young as fuck. I was older. They were still in high school. These, not anymore, but back then they were. And they introduced me. They're like, oh, you're suffering sias or yourself. Like, oh, we've been seeing you up, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, yeah, da, 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 I rap and this and that. And then fucking, they're like, oh, you got a link with our homie. And their homies were Rezik, whose Rezik was MTA. I don't know if he was WCA yet or at the time. Or, but anyways, and then the, that's kind of my introduction to LA Riders was through the JMUs. They introduced me to Rezik. I hung out with Rezik for only a few weeks before he moved away at the time, but he introduced me to K-Niner. Mm, right. That is really the gateway for me. At this point, Suffer CA is everywhere in Los Angeles. You can't ignore it. And then suddenly we see an MTA next to your name. Before joining MTA, what had you heard of them? Uh, just the shit that I would see like uh, in magazines here and there. Cause I know they were affiliated with, with CBS back in the day and shit. So, you know, it'd be like CBS MTA. Like that's really all I, I knew. Like I didn't know, I didn't know any, I didn't know who, I, you could ask me who's from MTA. Like, fuck, I don't know. I was, I was like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, obviously like Gas, Budge, K9. I knew of a few, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I didn't really know of anyone, but once I was introduced to Rezik and he was into hip hop and rap and I was like, oh, this is probably my vibe. I'll fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then not knowing that by that time, like I was, I guess in a sense for all graffiti writers, when you're, uh, not known by anyone, but you're up, crews are looking for you. They want to put you down. They want the hitter in their squad, in a sense, you know what I'm saying? So, and then the fact that I didn't know anybody, I think just put more of a, a thing on my name, in a sense. Like, who is this fool? Like, one, I was doing throw-ups everywhere and wasn't no one really doing that. Like, like I said, very, very few. And then the way that I went about doing it as far as kind of bringing that San Francisco element to LA and using that throw-up to get up as much as possible, like, it hadn't really... Not that it hadn't been done, but it just maybe hadn't been uh, seen like that for a little while. So I think that even brought more, like, who is this fucking dude doing throw-ups everywhere? Uh, and it just brought, like, I ran into other people later on. They're like, damn, we were looking for you back then, bro. We wanted you to be a part of the team and this and that. But the way the universe worked, I linked up with, with the MTAs and, and really K-Niner. Like, like Rezik was the catalyst. And then once he moved and, and I started, uh, and we befriended K-Niner, like, like he sunned me on on all of LA and what you know what better of a person to, to learn from like that fool's a legend for anybody that doesn't know like that fool is a beast <laughs>